Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. This is Internet Marketing. I'm Andy White. I'm joined by Matt Daly, the Paid Performance Account Manager at Site Visibility. Hello, Matt. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, Matt, there's been a few changes in social, and there's particularly been a few changes um, in Twitter. I'd like to talk about that today. Uh, the new structure of accounts on Twitter. There's a few things, aren't there? Best tweets is one of them. Yeah, pin tweets, uh, favourites, the whole uh, way that Twitter has actually structured their accounts uh, now has completely changed in comparison to what it was previously so best tweets for example um it's actually highlighted now so the ones that have got more engagement have slightly larger text i've noticed this and i thought it was a mistake in my browser i thought my browser was going wrong, wrong. <laughs> yeah the, the words are bigger does that mean more people have been looking at it yeah so it kind of means that the content's easier to find on the timelines if people are finding it interesting and mm. it's engaging well um then people can see it easier within the timeline itself yeah so um that's one of the recent updates that they've put on the organic side of things another interesting one which um they've recently incorporated into the update is the ability to uh, pin a tweet so previously so it stays at the top of the yeah so it stays at the top of the um timeline in twitter and what that allows you to do is kind of um, select your best performing content mm. that you want to highlight. If you're a brand, for example, you might be doing a flash sale or maybe you're doing a flock to unlock and you want to highlight that at the top of your profile so it's easier Presumably for people to see. Presumably just your own profile, not the top of the fire hose. <laughs> no, just your own <laughs> profile. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's, that's another interesting update um, which was only previously available through the actual paid side of the platform. Ah, right. So, yeah, lots changing. And also we've got things like favourites. Um, people use it in uh, various different ways, really, with favourites. Some people compare them to Facebook likes. Some people use them for bookmarking. Um, and now in the new layout, you can actually see the favourites in the timeline view. So you can click to see what is favourited by a brand or a, an account, mm. um, which is really great. So one another update on the profile at the moment is uh, filtered tweets. So mm-hmm. Um, you can now choose uh, which timeline to view, whether that's um, your photos, your videos, your tweets itself. And you can also filter that down by tweets and replies so you can see who's engaging with your tweets as well. Mm. So it's, it, that's a relatively new update to the platform, which which is proven quite interesting when actually doing the optimization and stuff. 
and seeing what content works best for brands. Cool. Now, favourites has changed as well, hasn't it? Yeah, favourites has changed. So um, people used to, I suppose, use favourites as a way to, it's similar, I suppose, to a Facebook-like or bookmarking. Mm. Um, But now it's more prominent on the profile. So all of the tweets that uh, you have favourited can actually be very visible to uh, your followers. So they can just go in and see what you're favoriting um, because it's actually at the top, in the top navigation of your timeline. So it's more accessible now. Mm. So in the past, like my personal view on a favorite was really just really like a like on Facebook um, if you were to compare the two. But now actually people can go in and see what you favorited. Um, If you're a really interesting brand, then you might be favoriting lots of things. Mm. so followers of your brand might want to go and see what you're doing yeah so um i'm just looking at my homepage, my twitter homepage, which is uh, dr pod by the way and uh, i noticed that uh quite a few of them are big does that mean i'm popular <laughs> well um it's basically just uh highlighting which one of your posts are engaging the best oh it's, a, it's more of a relative thing yeah, yeah so yeah, it's relative yeah. to your profile yeah. um so, so you might have got have more some big posts then but some yeah. writing posts yeah twitter have got to be fair haven't they yeah yeah <laughs> okay, fair yeah my six followers and if you could just try and get some more followers <laughs> here we go you've got another one i've just followed you oh fantastic <laughs> fantastic now i know that there's been some interesting uh, developments in the way that you know when you retweet someone an embedding of tweets tell us how that works so um on mobile devices now um if you are referencing a tweet and you copy the link in it actually embeds it for well it embeds it into the tweet so that whoever you're tweeting it to can actually view that tweet easier mm. So they don't have to click on the link. They can actually click on a little box, which is at the bottom. That's available on mobile devices, Android and iOS. So that's a new um, update, which has recently been uh, launched. Um, Who you're following, that's a bit more prominent now, isn't it? Yeah, so um, when you click on the who you're following box on Twitter, it kind of shows the profile pictures, a bit of bio about about each of the people that you're following. So what it's doing really is it's... um, if if you do have people that are interested in you and they want to see who you're following as well, um, then it gives them the option to go in and do that. Because mm. you'll often find people will, um, if you're an influential character on Twitter, then they want to see who you're following. And yeah. and obviously, if you're following some cool people, some cool brands that are sharing great content, then it might be of interest to you too. So um, Twitter's now got the functionality to kind of put in the bios and yeah. a big follow button as well. So you can go through people's profiles and see who they're following and maybe follow them too. Now, the the next change is a bit embarrassing to me because I still haven't done a proper big profile header photo. <laughs> and they've changed that, they've tweaked that as well, haven't they? Yeah, so that's all been um, changed recently as well. And um, so I think the maximum size now is 1,500 by 500 pixels. Uh, for the what main was header, was it considerably smaller before? Well, it it didn't actually have a header before. Um, it was uh, more of a like a background behind your profile picture, so it was a lot smaller. Oh, because that's what I thought then, it, it meant. So it's actually changed, has it then? Yeah. So you've got more of a a timeline, um, like a Facebook cover photo now. So it's it's uh, kind okay. of followed the same approach that Facebook have done. Mm. Um, whereas before you used to used to update your background and maybe put some customized bits in your background. Um, but now you've actually got a full cover photo. It's like a shop window, really, the way I see it. Um, you can really upload any promotions you've got going on, um, any anything which your 
you really want to kind of get your uh, users engaged with. So if you've got some some kind of sale, mm. it's it's just a new way to kind of promote your page and show them the best content in your picture. It might actually be that you want to just put a, a lovely picture of a holiday up there because <laughs> I know I want a holiday. Or just a really silly picture, a picture of some dustbins or something. Yeah, yeah, or some dustbins, if you're, yeah. if that's your interest category. <laughs> and what about the profile picture the, 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 that's always been there, of course? Is yeah, that, what's so there? the profile pictures are actually slightly larger now as well. So that's a great thing for me, because I quite like having the brand's images larger. Yeah. Um, so it's more prominent on the page. So they're actually 400 by 400 pixels now. Yeah. Uh, and they're positioned in the top left-hand side of the page. So what's also interesting is um, the scalability of uh, your profile picture when you actually go onto your own home dashboard. Yeah. So every, all the images are, are scale, scaled down perfectly in, so they don't look uh, pixelated or different. And it's a really great feature in the new Twitter platform. Now, what about the navigation? That's changed slightly as well, hasn't it, Matt? Yeah, so the name, handle, the bios, pictures, well, it's all posted now on the left-hand side of the page. Previously, it was in the centre of the page, but it's got some additional info and it gives you more access to what's actually going on in the tweets. Um, so what your followers are tweeting uh, when you're actually looking in the home section. I'm excited about the widgets feature because this is new. Presumably, it lets you move things around. How does it all work? Yeah, so I've got some um, widgets just recently set up on my profile. And obviously, in the, the spirit of the World Cup, it's a World Cup widget, which... Um, Twitter have encouraged everyone to download. The World and, Cup, what's that then? Oh, what is the World Cup? I'm not quite sure. Yeah. <laughs> so with the World Cup widget, it's got all the games um, for that specific day, and yeah. it's also got the hashtag, so see all the hashtag World Cup action. So they're all sort of Twitter-related widgets, sort of, you know, aggregating what everyone's saying about a particular... Song. Yeah, and it's all about getting people talking on Twitter, so... It's giving you the the direct tool to actually go and tweet or view the match or see what's going on. So it's got all the times for the matches. And then if you actually click through to the pages, it's got individual pages which are based around that as well. Oh, it's enough to make me actually interested in football. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Now, I'm interested in a new feature of Twitter sort of with retargeting and tailored audiences. First of all, just give us a quick, for those that don't know, just give us a quick definition of retargeting, and then we'll talk about retargeting on Twitter. Okay, so within um, tailored audiences, you've got retargeting uh, for website visitors, and then you've got targeting by lists. Mm. So first, let's talk about the retargeting aspect. So, for example, um, say I'm site visibility, and I've got people coming onto my website, then what I've done is I've created a, a pixel mm. which sits on that website and um, collects data from people that are actually visiting the website. Mm. So that what we can then go and do is retarget them from our website data on Twitter. Okay. So it kind of follows them. It's a cookie. It's based. a sort of pursuing type thing. So they're, yeah. on a, they're innocently looking at their um, sort of donut website, for example, and there they see on the left or the right, uh, Oi, you didn't uh, come back and buy a, a widget that you were started to buy before and you didn't finish buying is that kind of on the right track yeah pretty much okay. um and it can be used for various different types of uh campaign mm. so it might be that someone's applying for a job on a specific site and they haven't followed the process through so on a specific landing page what we can do is we can create a pixel uh, which collects data on that landing page and then retargets the people on twitter wow. 
based on them browsing the page. Isn't this quite controversial? I've heard privacy groups voicing their opinions about it. Yeah, I suppose um, you could say it is kind of getting into the big data side of things, couldn't you? But in order to kind of create business, then it's something that we have to look into doing. And it's an important way of growing online for businesses. And, And some businesses are getting a lot of sales out of doing it. And it's great for customers because sometimes they can get deals in the retargeting Mm. campaign. Mm. Maybe they get a a certain percent off the product Mm. and for kind of incentivizing them to come back and purchase. Mm. It's just really being quite uh, savvy with your digital marketing, really. Yeah. Um, But some may say that is kind of breaching people's privacy. Um, But I think most people are, are just used to it now because it's happening so much. I'm through other mediums as well online. So I think um, it's just the way that the internet is evolving and the way that we're all getting more clever with interacting with brands and consumers, really. Okay, so tell me how it works in Twitter. Um, Let's start with with lists. So um, on Twitter as well. So we've got the retargeting pixel, which we can uh, target by, but we've also got lists. So when targeting people using your own lists then you can use emails or Twitter IDs. Um, and what that will allow you to do is actually target their profiles directly based on an email address that you've acquired. Maybe they've signed up to your newsletter. So that's um, a, another clever way to actually get people um, engaging on your Twitter page by using some of your database information to actually target them on Twitter or or you can actually use some of your own list. So say there's a specific set of people that you want to target on Twitter um, and they're in a list, then you can target that by Twitter ID as well. So it's just a new way really that Twitter allowing you to broaden that targeting and, and kind of reach people that you actually want to reach as a business. Going back to what we were talking about earlier and we were mentioning privacy, um, well, people actually have um, the option as well on their Twitter profiles to actually uncheck the box which says promoted content in their privacy settings so they can actually avoid being targeted for those kind of promoted tweets yeah so um whilst we've got this this um people not being happy with being retargeted um is actually an option which they can uncheck if they wanted to but on the grand scheme of things with big data um and all of the different types of uh targeting that advertisers have now got it's just a great way to utilize your digital marketing activities and kind of build your strategies around uh, getting more followers or engaging with the right type of people that are interested in your brand it's interesting how twitter is really embracing these sort of marketing bells and whistles i know that you know that they've have had some marketing but it sounds like they've really ramped it up a bit recently haven't they yeah it's really changing and um it's really great to get on there and actually as a business start advertising to people which uh, might be interested in your product or service and obviously keeping in trend with uh, digital marketing as well and kind of driving your brand forward online and on twitter um, is just going to be a great success if if you have the right strategy and it's really all about making sure again and i've repeated this in previous episodes that you have the right strategy behind your business objectives. Mm. You just always need to know that not every platform is going to be for you, but if you have the right strategy in place and you have a goal, then you can work towards achieving that goal. Cool. 
Ashley, Matt, just before we go, you've got an interesting story. You were just telling me before we recorded, weren't you? There's an interesting story about you and Twitter and the power of influence. What happened? Yeah, so the other day I was actually um, on Twitter and I was coming in the morning and it was a really hot day and I, I went to Costa Coffee and I purchased one of their uh, Costa coolers, they're called. Anyway, I tweeted it and um, I just said something along the lines of, I'm oh, really loving this uh, Costa Coffee at work definitely needed in this heat and then i hashtagged costa cooler this is a really great showcase of uh social media really because costa coffee then came back to me mm. and they said um 100 needed and then jess uh who was obviously their social media exec at costa coffee so then i then tweeted back saying um costa coffee all i need now is a nice carlsberg to kick off my world cup action mm. Costa Coffee then tweeted back to me saying, don't you mean a nice cold cooler? So then I said, well, we may as well, Jess, because actually, hashtag cooler than Carlsberg. I don't think they'll reply to this tweet. At which point they actually said, um, no, probably not. As you said, we're hashtag cooler than Carlsberg. So it's taking that um, it's taking that hashtag and actually creating it so that you kind of own that conversation. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. And I really did start this hashtag, which was cooler than Carlsberg. Yeah. Um, and then I came on and said, I wonder how many tweets it will take to get a response. And then I noticed that actually I was sat in Costa um, in my profile picture. So I, I mentioned how I was a number one fan, at which point Carlsberg actually responded. And um, they said, Matt, we promise you we are ice cold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I said, well, we got a reply. Um, Costa do hot and cold, free drinks at our office. Yeah. Um, obviously, best one wins. And then I included site visibility here, and and then we did a hashtag called beer o'clock or coffee o'clock. And then Carlsberg did something really interesting, and they posted a picture of what can only be described as a big ice cooler full of beer, mm. which had... Um, it looked like a sound system. It looked amazingly cool. I mean, you can go on Twitter and find out. If you type in cooler than Carlsberg, you'll probably find the picture. And we basically got into the conversation where if Spain won their initial game against the Netherlands, they were going to give me that. Uh, but unfortunately for me, <laughs> I didn't get the uh, the win so that I needed in order to get it. But it was just a showcase, really, of how yeah. social media if you if you interact correctly, you can get some really great big brands on board and they can start retweeting you or commenting you. And um, it's just a great way for smaller businesses actually to get involved as yeah, well. Yeah. So you started a convo between Costa Coffee, uh, Carlsberg. And it just ended up spiraling out of control <laughs> to the point where we had, a, if we had a chance of winning a, a really huge stash of beer for the office, which would have gone in very handy on a four o'clock on a Friday. Well, with that, I think we'd better wrap it. Matt, just before we go, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's Matt underscore daily underscore UK. And if you type in hashtag cooler than Carlsberg, uh, you'll find you'll probably find the picture. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. It's sitevisibility.com slash podcast. That's the place to go to find us on the web. Uh, email us at podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk. Phone us at plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. And of course, you can find us on iTunes. And we love ratings, don't we, Matt? We absolutely love them. That's goodbye from me, Andy White, and it's goodbye from Matt. And we'll see you next time on Internet Marketing.
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 